0: I'm your host Steph Dasar, and in today's episode, I'm actually just going to do an end-of-year energy update, just to give you a bit of a vibe of the moment for closing 2023 and going into 2024. So um, I did do a vote on um, the Instagram page, and everyone was basically asking for an Astros update and a general energy read with some oracle cards. There were some, you know, votes for love and careers so. When I do do this, if I if I pick up or channel or anything like that, I will kind of just combine it and whatever comes out. Um, I've set the intention, and I'm setting the intention that it's for all of you guys that voted. And if you didn't vote, you know, and you're stumbling across this episode, it's for you too. Um, but when I do put out the votes on Instagram, please follow us. It's at Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. Um, it's a chance for you to really set the intention of what you want to hear about when I do do these updates because um, I'm then really focusing on you and what you want so yeah so I will do that and before I get started don't forget to like and subscribe this channel I'm super grateful for all of you guys that have been with me since 2021 and are still here today and anyone new joining welcome and you can follow us on all major podcast platforms that's apple spotify google you name it and we're also on instagram and tiktok divine feminines with izzy at the end i'm mainly more prevalent and active on instagram if anything so that's where i'll be like connecting with people and stuff like that and you're welcome to dm me and we put up some nice posts um so yeah we are at the end of 2023 first off Because I'm into my astrology, and I'm a firm believer that this is not technically the end of the year, because for me, the astrological end of the year is sort of Pisces into Aries season, so really... And also, ending a year in winter, when you're in sort of the European countries and sort of Northern Hemisphere, it doesn't feel like you're ending a year, it just feels, it's really dark and everything. How could you be birthing something new? Because when you think about death and rebirth, rebirth, it's like the light, right? So... There's a number of reasons, but the Gregorian calendar, the calendar year of January to December, um, ends now. But what I do focus on is the fact that we are going from a 2023 to a 2024 year. So I'm gonna do a separate episode about the vibration and the energy of 2024, the numerology around it, some of the things things that are gonna be coming up in the Astros that year, this coming year, and um, what you can look out for. But today I'm not really gonna get into all of that. I'm just gonna talk about mainly what's been happening in terms of astrology, things that have been shifting very high level, and then I'm gonna pull some cards. So hopefully there is some insight, a a bit of wisdom that I can bestow on you guys um, from the beautiful place of Ubud in Bali, which is a very magical healing place. And I am super grateful for Mama Bali to be embracing my soul here and um, having this moment. and these moments uh, to bring in 2024. So it's been quite heavy, hey. I actually, it's funny because on a personal level, I was like, well, it's not really heavy. Ah. Oh. Then it got a bit heavy and I was like, oh yeah. So we had a cancer full moon not long ago. I'm a cancer rising, didn't feel it at first. And then all of a sudden, bam, it got me. And I was like, oh, there you are. So many of you may have felt that. It was a softer full moon, though, it wasn't supposed to make you feel really like stumbling and on your knees, crawling (laughs) through the emotions. But it's because we've had a bunch of different retrogrades. So the famous one that everyone gets scared of, which I say don't get scared of and don't get annoyed with, but it's hard not to get annoyed with it sometimes because it does throw up challenges, is Mercury retrograde. Mercury, Mercury went into retrograde into Capricorn, the sign of Capricorn. Now if you know your natal chart, you can calculate where Capricorn sits in your chart and Mercury being there can, you know when Mercury's in retrograde, it's a time of reflect, reflect, review, reevaluate, restore, recalibrate, take things a bit slower. Certain things will need to be slowed down and technically in the department of love it does get very challenging even in work and in communications and just collaborations and working together it can get very challenging you have to be careful what you say make sure you're clearly communicating you might need to reiterate things so it can happen in many ways mercury going into retrograde is not a bad thing it it is encouraging us to really take a step back because we you know if you think about it we're in the hamster wheel of life a lot of the time so taking a step back to really look at things that we are sort of taking for granted or pushing to the side and now sometimes when we are in connections with um, a romantic partner or with family or with business colleagues it's sometimes not about us and about them and about something that they're starting to Sort of surface with this mercury retrograde and then it can project onto you so there's also that element of it so it's a time to have patience it's a time to really exercise patience and have compassion and just some you know, just honoring yourself and just taking a chill pill not trying to do everything and just going with the flow and sometimes when you're facing resistance in these mercury retrogrades it's about going hey Maybe I should just not even try to push there, like just chill. So coming out of Capricorn, it's it's been a hefty couple of weeks. It's been in retrograde for about three weeks. Now, um, Cap- um, January 1st, it will go direct. So you might, yeah, it's a great thing that it goes direct at the beginning of the 2024 period, because you're gonna feel a positive shift. We also have Jupiter in Taurus, that was retrograde, that is going to go direct. I'll come back to that in a minute. So this direct Mercury in, um, going direct, it will be in Capricorn still but direct, so where you may have been stumbling upon, upon some confusion, some lack of clarity, or things slowing down in that area of your natal, or just anywhere that you've noticed it, because it doesn't necessarily have to be that house of one of your 12 houses where Capricorn sits, you might notice in other areas, hey, it just depends what needs to come up for you on your journey right now. So when you notice these days going through the early part of january the first week of jan you'll start to notice a shift but when you really notice the shift i think it's going to be the second week of jan because the retrograde has a shadow period so it's still a little bit sticky to just breathe through it but the hard part's gone and i think with that full moon combined it might have made the full moon feel a little bit challenging more than normally but it was a very soft full moon in cancer it wasn't as harsh of a full moon it was a cold moon and there's many astrologers that have talked about it being you know can be because it was a cold moon and with the mercury retrograde there was a lot of sort of coldness and communication a bit of a, like a very sort of pulling back energy of a of a real like blind spot type thing um just things feeling quite polar opposite like the duality of like warm and cold and light and dark like really feeling that distance between the two the two sort of elements so you may have noticed that you may have not and it does depend on your natal chart and it depends also not just on your natal chart but what's going on in your life and where you're at and how you're seeing things i always say that and it's coming up a lot lately in the last few days is that we we have a choice right and we don't have to choose suffering. So if something's happening that is out of our control and it's something that we don't necessarily like, okay, we can't really do much about it, we have to let it pass, we have to breathe through it, we have to accept. At the same time, if we focus on that and keep our heads stuck in that space, we are creating suffering because, and Eckhart Tov, Eckhart top is his name? sure the, the writer in his book the power of now talks about suffering being if you are not in your present and you are focused in the future or focused in the past you are creating suffering in some shape or form so bringing yourself back into the present removes you from the the, the forced induced um ask of suffering because we are what create the suffering for ourselves it comes from us Right. So if we're going to get stuck in our head and we're going to be overthinking things, that's us. We can choose to come out of that. Now, yes, you need to kind of maybe go and focus yourself on something else or breathe or meditate or watch a funny program just to kind of lift your spirits, whatever it takes, but we don't need to put ourselves in that place that gets us into this negative trail of thought and that then breeds this constant negativity or this feeling of frustration and feeling trapped we create that for ourselves so just remember that most of life is us getting out of our own damn way <laughs> yeah and when you take accountability for that you realize you're the creator of your life and your reality and you are the master manifester of your destiny many of us and i can testify that i was one one of those people once upon a time that would want to blame everyone else and everything else. That I could rationalise why things weren't happening, but it wasn't me. No. Once we take accountability and we are we are aware and we have that self we develop the self-awareness that it's coming from us, that's when the game changes. Now it's not easy still because it's something that we have to self-master. But life is, in actual fact, quite easy. When we start to go on that healing journey and we want to really you know develop and grow for the better of ourselves and to become our best selves we have that life gets better because we're going on that healing journey right so we're getting rewarded for doing the work of course there's more healing to be done and that will never stop there'll always be something to grow there'll always be something that we can work on absolutely like that that's why we're here on earth that's what I truly believe we've come here to learn to grow and to evolve so that's an always-on constant but we have the choice to not get stuck into negative thoughts or patterns going back into the past kicking ourselves not forgiving ourselves and not giving ourselves a self-love and self-compassion 1111 came up at that point so if that is your sign you might be going through uh, an awakening experience a twin flame journey or something very life-changing um soulmate very intense connection okay so mercury going direct you're going to notice a lot of shifting always when mercury is in retrograde it slows us down but when it goes direct you've noticed fast forward movement quick so to start the year like that it's going to be massively helpful for all of us so try not to get stuck into any like old stuff from 2023 and just embrace just making things um just align and flow to your best um yeah your best sort of vision and um desires um i won't go into like the whole mapping out your goals and what you need to do there but I'll do that in another episode, but it's good to do a release of 2023 for sure. So you could do a little ritual tonight um, around what you wanna let go and release and where you need to forgive others, forgive yourself. It's almost like a full moon ceremony, but for the whole year. So what I like to do is consider what's happened in the last year, give gratitude and write gratitude for all the great things that have happened, but also gratitude for all the great learnings and anything that I'm holding resentment, like frustration, anger, or disappointment on, or just, you know, where I feel like I could have been better, just basically releasing and forgiving myself and just like getting that out. Um, You can write that journal, that, um, write a letter to yourself, write a letter to the universe, however you want to do that. Now, Jupiter has gone direct. Now, Jupiter has entered the sign of Taurus as of sort of May, April, May last year, 2023 and will continue to stay in Taurus to May 2024. And wherever Taurus is in your chart, Jupiter is there to bring change, not change, expansion, growth, luck, prosperity, and abundance. Anything that's in that house can grow and can flourish a lot. So where Jupiter was direct, when it first went into the side of Taurus earlier this year, you might have noticed some real changes in, that, in your house, whichever house that sits in. Um, And whether it was, you know, house five, which is the creativity house, children, fun, um, you know, romance. You might have noticed things really shifting and moving. And then all of a sudden it may have slowed down and it might have felt a little bit frustrating. Um, I do think that that might have been a little bit of a feeling of, oh, I'm going. And then because all of a sudden Jupiter's gone into a certain house. Taurus being stability, Taurus being finances, being abundance, Um, also like the home and um, the feeling of like beauty and Venus rules Taurus. So, you you may have started to see some really great sort of shifts, and then all of a sudden felt like it it started, but it stopped. Well, well, why? Like what? But it's because of the retrograde. It's asking you to reflect. And so when it does go direct, you have a better clarity. You have some hindsight you have a better perspective you may have had to release some things you may have been holding blocks you may have been in your own way it's going to come up a lot right when you're in retrogrades it helps you see where you may have been in your own way or you just need to slow down so now jupiter going direct in Taurus from december 31st i'm pretty sure yes is a great a great shift as well we're seeing two of these planets going direct mercury and jupiter so whichever house that's in for you mine's in my 11th house of networks friends um the elder sibling and um my public image um you know i'll pay attention to what that means but i've already noticed jupiter in taurus in my 11th house meeting um, new people expanding my network especially in my corporate career and just meeting amazing people and building further networks in a personal sense and in my, when I travel. So um, it's it's very interesting. It might, and it, I felt like it brought a lot of healing. It did slow down in the last few months, but I didn't notice it too, too differently, but I did probably feel that it was feeling a bit slow. And so I will pay attention to where it shifts now. So we have a great opportunity with Jupiter expanding in, that, in the sign of Taurus, in whichever house you have it in. So pay attention, be intentional, whatever intentions you have for 2024, see where they can align to this because you can really benefit from it, right? And what else do we have? We have a new moon in Capricorn coming up on the 11th of January. So it's 11-1. So do you remember the um, 11-11 portal, the one portal of November? This window is still continuing to there, so there'll be another peaking of the energy, there'll be another increase um, potential, you know, like a, the, the portal's open, but it's going to be even more powerful as we have these planets going direct, and then we're also having um, the, the 111 peaking, so manifestation, the veil is thin. Pay attention to sign synchronicities and all of that good stuff. Go with the flow, let go, release, and be open. I have been doing some exercises around opening the heart. And you know, we always talk about putting our hand on our heart here and opening your heart when you're focusing on your heart. That's the Hierophant in reverse there. Um, you when you focus on your heart, we're always here, but we dev- never think to put our hand on the back of our heart as well. Now, the back of our heart. And for those watching YouTube will see what I'm doing, just putting my hand around the back of my back and on the back of my heart. That's where we receive. The front of our heart is where we give, so we open. We open the heart through the front space, yes, but we have to not forget the back of the heart on a physical sense, but the the part that it represents is the receiving. You giving and receiving and being able to receive is also synonymous with being able to give and being able to have that balance between the two and having a good understanding of that flow between the two and the boundaries. Boundaries, 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 it's so important. And a lot of us struggle to receive, but we find it very easy to give. And the reason why we find it very easy to give is because we've been overcompensating for ourselves for lack of disappointment or feeling of rejection or wanting to be loved or just trying to people please. And it comes from a coping mechanism from when we were young or from what we've seen from childhood. So it is quite hard to receive, um, but once we get into the flow of it, we can start to realise that there's so much more for us. Sometimes a lot of manifestations don't come to fruition, in they, they're being blocked because we're not ready to receive them. So in order to receive them, we need to open the heart space, we need to uh, be vulnerable, because vulnerability sets us up for the ability to receive. Um, it doesn't have to be money, it doesn't have to be gifts, it's receive insight, receive love, receive care, receive support, whatever that is like, and the universe will follow suit. So you may see it manifest with people, people doing that, giving you the support and the love, but you will feel it from the universe because just as the human gives you love and um, support, The universe is an embodiment. They're an embodiment of the universe. So that is the flow. You'll feel that energy. The universe will come in and step in and start to give you those messages. And then you'll be more open to receiving them. So if you say, I don't see the signs or synchronicities, you may have not be ready to receive that message because you're not ready to really grasp it, but your heart space needs more work. And so the opening the heart is, is a tricky one. And it's one that I think we're always going to work on through this lifetime. And it's something that we all need to, you know, just it's like going to the gym. And you know it's there's no one given way of how to do this. It's really a matter of being able to be honest with yourself, talk about where you feel pain because pain comes mainly from the heart. Um, but that's all that you know the heart and love are obviously hand in hand, go hand in hand, and love does encompass pain. But in order to embrace the pain and transmute it into love again and to um, opening the heart and understanding, we are then able to open our heart space more and receive more and experience more. It is part of the journey. You can't sort of have one without the other. Again, it comes back to duality. So I hope that that makes sense. If you've got questions about that, though, you can let me know. Because it is a tricky one, you know, people will say, oh, I was in a relationship and this person did this, and now I'm just not going to, you know, have anyone do that to me again. As soon as you say that, you're basically explicitly stating and affirming that you are closing your heart space to certain things. Now, then other things in life will come towards you, and it doesn't have to be love. It can be um, an opportunity, an adventure, a business a business expansion, um making networks with new people, those things will still have some kind of block to them because our heart is a way of receiving regardless of whatever it is. And when we're in our heart center and we're in our purpose and in in alignment with our Dharma, our purpose, um, that it's all intertwined. You can't have one without the other, everything's connected. So I hope that makes sense. It's Capricorn season. So um, finally on the Astros and Capricorn season is all about structure, organizations, earth energy, building the goat that climbs the mountain that consistently does the work. If you know a Capricorn, I know plenty they are very diligent, they work hard, they sometimes work over hard. So if you're a Capricorn, take it easy, you know you do well, just pat yourself on the back and don't give yourself a hard time because we know that you work hard and wherever Capricorn sits in your chart, that's a place where, you know, you may approach things with a very diligent structured organized way you might put in a lot of work and effort you might do things in a very logical way so that's also another thing to think about but going into um, 2024 in Capricorn season is actually a nice energy to have um, because you can put together structure and ideas I would Basically, say that when you do this, come back to it in Aries season when we have the new astrological new year because that is really the new year, new year. But there's no harm in basically doing this whole 2024 start. I will probably do an event around Aries season because for me that makes more sense. Um, and the moon uh, during this transit into the new year will be in Virgo, so very organized, very sort of prim and proper. Um, and really getting things quite method methodically trying to get the word methodically in order clean you know cleansing and just kind of clearing up so maybe you know a good thing to think about is decluttering clearing out the house in this next week if you haven't done it because you've been partying and having a great christmas and new years and whatever but just cleanse release things throw things out give them away to charity clean up the house, whatever that is the garage, if the car's looking a bit messy sort it out, whatever that looks like for you, even just the mind space um, decluttering whatever it is, whether whether physical or mental so, um, those are my Astro updates and now I'm going to pull for um, some guidance from Spirit with Tarot I haven't got my Oracle cards here so I'm just going to freestyle this one so spirits, please bring in the highest and best messages that you have for the Soul Tribes and the Divine Feminines. Um, What do they need to know for this current season of ending 2023 and going into 2024? Okay, I'm going to pull out all the cards in one go. So we've got, oh, what do they need to know for the 2023 to 2024 season? what is the highest of those messages so maybe they can know at this time, what is the message okay, I'm trying to get cards to come out <laughs> so we've got the hermit in reverse, I'm going to pull out reversals, so that could be like coming out of a bit of a hermit mode you might have been thinking a lot, going within two of swords in reverse so upright, the two of swords is you're sort of stuck in your head, but you're coming out of that, gaining clarity so mercury in retrograde could have really got you in your head, but you may have gone within as well to try and figure that out. So, oh, we've got two, we've got three more. Wow, 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 okay. We've got the Chariot in reverse. So feeling like you can't move forward, you're not ready to move forward. And that could be a feeling of, um, yeah, it could be a feeling of like the Mercury retrograde and things like that. We've got the Five of Cups. So there's something that might have been really upsetting you in this time. And with the Five of Cups, the thing is, is it's all about perspective. You see that there's two cups behind, but she's like mourning the three cups. The idea here, the message in this card is like your perspective is the most important thing. Maybe something's gone wrong, but don't dwindle and don't dwell and wallow in what's gone wrong. Of course, it's going to be upsetting. Accept that. But be like, be intentional about seeing the bigger picture because it might not be as bad as it seems. So we've got lots of sort of coming out of being in the headspace, feeling like you can't move forward, but a sense of some kind of disappointment. We've got the Eight of Wands. So there is forward movement. This is Eight of Wands, abundance, abundance, prosperity, moving forward. And that is paired with that Hermit card. So there is definitely something that you're kind of coming out of this internal kind of review, reflection. And being able to have this movement forward, it can also mean that you feel that you can move forward. You feel some momentum now building up with these planets going in direct and definitely be supporting that. Okay, what else have we got? We've got the Empress in reverse. So she's in reverse with the Two of Swords in reverse. I'm gonna come back to that. Let me pull the rest out. We've got the Hanged Man in reverse. That's paired with the Chariot in reverse. So there's a lot of going inward energy that's kind of then shifting. Um, and then finally, we've got the Ten of Pentacles. That's paired with the Five of Cups. Okay, and we've got the Hierophant in reverse on the back. So what I'm getting with the Queen of Cups and the Queen of Wands. So for my females, you, And if you resonate with being a female energy you may feel like there's been a big shift something changed quite dramatically in these weeks Um, you might have been going in your head you might have been thinking about stuff you may have had to pull back your energy and um, felt like you couldn't move forward um, but you're starting to gain clarity but you couldn't move forward but you're starting to feel like you can now because the hangman in reverse is is coming out of this you know, standing back position. But the hangman is not a bad place to be. It's sometimes you just need to be there. So in the retrograde, especially Mercury retrograde, it can be a point in time where you just need, needed to have this moment to gain clarity. Um, something might have been quite disappointing for you, and it could have been around, you know, a work situation, creating abundance, or something to do with a family dynamic, um, or creating some stability. And you may have a real sadness around it. Now, remember I said that Jupiter in Taurus is going direct and Taurus is about that family finance, the stable, the home and all of that. So I do feel that although you're looking at the the cups falling down and you may be feeling sorrowful, and this might not be for a female energy, particularly it could be for anyone that's listening. Um, let me just say that. But we just, I'm picking up that the Empress was there in, in reverse. She may have not felt like she could do all of the great creative things that she normally does and be creative and manifest and move forward in this time. But there is still a massive opportunity to build that abundance that's coming through. So you're coming from a place of being maybe very introspective, having to slow down. Oh, but you're going, you're moving. You might be traveling, you might just be going to smoother waters. Uh, That could be in your own headspace, it could be with colleagues, business partners, friends, a romantic relationship. So take that as that resonates, but you are moving to smoother waters and coming out of this sort of very, maybe what felt like very dense energy that might have made you feel like you couldn't move, but you're gaining clarity. And you might be seeing things a bit differently. Mercury retrograde does encourage us to set boundaries. So in this time, you might have had to set some boundaries. You might have had to rejig the way that you do things. Um, So what else have we got? Let me just get some final cards to just wrap up where I'm coming from. So where are we going with this? There we go. So we've got the Two of Cups. So there is something very beautiful. There is a very beautiful connection. I've got the tower in reverse on the back. So something isn't actually over. So you might be in your head thinking, oh my God, do they love me? No, they don't because they're not here or they've been withdrawn or they've gone in, they've gone away or we're not moving forward or can't seem to get the right conversation going or it's just not aligning. Things are shifting um keep giving yourself the love work on yourself on bring joy into your life i talked about suffering earlier in this video bring joy into your life by bringing in joy you are going to have much more of a better enjoy better enjoyment of life and your time but where you don't need to choose suffering you can choose joy so there's definitely an opportunity where things are going to move to a smoother water. Now, this might not be romantic. This could be to do with work. So you're going back to work and you might have been in your head about something at work. Like you're thinking, oh, it's not going to work out. Things are not moving forward. I didn't get the promotion. Um, and some people do, um, some, some people, some companies do their re- end of year review around this time. So there might be something really coming in where there's an opportunity to partner up and um, move to direction of actually getting that ten of pentacles and being able to have that abundance so i hope that makes sense i'm kind of feeling that there's two storylines here one's about love and one is about career and one it's probably like a third one where you might have just it might just be really solely about you just being completely stuck in your head but could also be about someone else where they've had a real 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 hard time and it's not really about you it's been about them and ten of swords you know this person's on their phone they've got all these swords on their back they're lying down but they're still on their phone like oh no nothing's really happening i haven't really got ten swords on my back i'll just be on my phone so if there is another person in this situation if it's romantic or some a friend even they may not really be telling you the full Deal of what's going on about how much pain that they felt through this period or through whatever's happened and you may even see that they interact on the phone and communicate and they act like nothing's happened or they just be doing things as normal like this person is but you can't you know just can't see the ten swords in their back so we do have the the Sun on the back so there's healing coming through there's a breakthrough there's good times there's um positive energy coming in new beginning as well with the sun the eight of swords in reverse on the back so coming out of a place of stagnancy of getting in your own head getting in your own way whether that's you or someone else or just generally yeah whatever take it as it resonates it might be a bit of both (laughs) because everyone was going through this retrograde season so i think that's about it i think that you know um Enjoy your enjoy your December 31st. Um, know that there is good shifts in the Astros that are promoting us. You can really benefit from this if you choose intentionally to not pick suffering and instead to pick joy and to have the self-compassion and to show yourself and exercise the self-love for yourself. Get some good rest as well. Some of you are not going back to work just yet. And if you're not, definitely take time out for you. It's been probably a very busy period if you're seeing lots of friends and family during the festive season and it can kind of easily just drain you and you haven't really felt like you've recalibrated yourself. So make sure you get that for yourself and I will leave you there. Sending you loads of love, light and a peace and abundance. Enjoy and have a great start to your 2024 and I'll see you soon. Thank you for all your support this year in 2023. I'll be back soon. Love you lots. Bye.